All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of Nerd Enthusiast Poker Podcast. Uh, first, make sure you check out our sponsors, theslotsquad.com. They are the number one legal stream team in the United States. They have all the exclusive sign-up bonuses for all the legal casinos. You go to the site, theslotsquad.com. You can see all the streamers that are on there. You can see all the sign-up bonuses for all the different states. Get some free money. Go there. Check them out, theslotsquad.com. They help support our channel, and so we appreciate them. And we would like you to go check them out. On top of that, make sure you check out all our social media, including our Patreon. We have, I don't know, what, we have like everything now. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok Twitter. Twitter. Just look up Nerdthusiast, Twitter, Nerdthusiast, TikTok. They're all on there. We have all a bunch of different podcasts, different things. You check out wrestling. Music. Music now. We got I don't movies. Know, movies. Yeah, I don't know. Anything nerdy, we got it. We got it. First off, we got a guest. Special guest. Special What's guest. going on? It's Maddie Mamunez Lapresti. Micro grinder <laughs> Mamun. The micro grinder himself is in the house. This guy grinds micro <laughs> tournaments like it's his job. Not, I've, I've since stepped up, though. Yeah. I'm out of the micro space. Now. Yeah, oh. you, your bankroll's increased I a, significantly. I, I have a job now. <laughs> <laughs> That's more than that's, that's more than most people can say right now. <laughs> that is true. And we'll get into that. <laughs> so, um, okay, so let's start with some relevant news. Uh, me and Brian were like super psyched. We were gonna go to WPT Maryland. It was happening in September. We live in New Jersey, so we were gonna travel down there. We were like super psyched about that. And guess what? Canceled. Canceled. Right. So, you know, I don't know. The, they put out a statement. If, Referencing, you know, they want to make sure that the health and safety of all their patrons and employees taken into consideration, you know, the influx of COVID and everything like that. Um, it's unfortunate because we were kind of using it as a segue into the series, trying to get some live tournaments under our belt to kind of prepare. Um, so it's kind of a buzzkill. So here's why I'm calling a little bit of BS. I think it's more of a dealer shortage, too, um, because, like, dude, they. I've been down there. They're still running tournaments. They're still running Saturday afternoon tournaments. They're getting 100-plus people. They're still running, like, 25 cash games down there as well. So I think the COVID thing is coming from the WPT side of things, but not actually the casino. Yeah, they probably couldn't They probably couldn't really, like, accommodate hundreds of people because, I mean, like we've talked about in previous podcasts, most tournaments that are going on right now are seeing – massive numbers yeah. because there's so few series going on across the country and this is this would have been the very first i'd say like premier series in the northeast oh yeah yeah since um you know all the restrictions were kind of rolled back no 100 percent, it would have been yeah it definitely would have been and i think wpt eyed it up and said we, we can't do this so i think it's more i mean listen i don't know but i think it's more on the wpt things side of things than it is actually maryland live that was actually hosting it um WPT is pushing. I know. I know you've been playing it every night. I know you've been trying to get into it. WPT, if you don't know, is running a Bergata online 
uh, main event in September. It's a $3,500 buy-in, million-dollar guarantee. You have to be in New Jersey to play. You don't yep. have to live in New Jersey, which a lot of people get confused about because I still talk to people. I'm like, do I have to live there? I'm like, no, no, no. You just have to physically be in the state. Be in the state, yeah. You so open you, an account and everything. Yeah, so you can come down to, like, Atlantic City. You can get a hotel, and then you can just playing it but they have like these like nightly um spin them up tournament uh put a, spin the wheels spin the wheels yep yeah have yep. you done any of those so i've i've tried to go and spin the wheel every time i do it it tells me to <laughs> get, make, get it tell, lost it, bum <laughs> it tells me to make a deposit so i can spin the wheel and i've made you know i've made multiple like smaller deposits just to see if i get a spin and there's like a glitch there's like a glitch in the software it's so, not giving me my free spin okay so here's the thing though if you're on Bergata. MGM or party, you can mm. log into each one of those every night and spin the wheel on each single one. All right, so, so yeah, I've been doing it on party, yeah. so I got to log into one of those. And yeah, yeah, you can do all three. You get three chances a day. Yeah, I mean, I got a few one. I got you one, got one oh nine right now. One oh nine tournament ticket, a couple twenty dollar tournament tickets, but not the big dog, not the two fifteen. Yeah. So I um, play one. Are there, are there any more of the fifty k free rolls being offered? I they haven't announced one yet, but I'm assuming they're going to start bringing. Those have been very popular, so I think they're going to yeah. bring them back. I think I think there was like 700 plus entries in that the other day. So I think um, they're okay. So I think WPT maybe isn't ready to go full blast, right? And then they're blaming COVID or whatever, blaming, and then it rolls into well, what's going to happen with the WSOP? Yeah, that's the big bombshell. So here we go. WSOP COVID policy. Just dropped, then it redropped, and so if you're out of the loop and you're not up to date, we'll kind of bring you up to speed with what we know is going on. And if it changes again, we'll do another update on our next episode. So, Brian, you want to explain what the heck's going on because it's absolutely like all right. Off it's a little wall. lengthy, and I actually have it in my notes because there's like a timeline of events that I mean we were tracking pretty ex like exclusively just because. You know, one, we were waiting for the schedule to drop, and then the schedule drops, and it was like Christmas. We're like, yes, finally, we, we're having it. The, you know, the unknown of whether there's going to be a series or not, now we know. So then the next big question was, what kind of restrictions are they going to have in relation to COVID? Um, so going back to, like, the beginning of August, uh, what I have here is Kevin Mathers. I don't know if you follow him. We've talked about him in previous pods. He's, like, the dude when it comes to, like – poker information poker intel he posts a pretty controversial tweet about um this COVID 19 rule that was implemented into the wsop rules this year um and it's was rule 115 and pretty much what it was saying is um and i'll read it because i have it up um if participant is determined by the rio and its sole discretion to have received a positive test result for COVID 19 or come into close proximity within six feet or 15 cumulative minutes of any person having tested positive for COVID-19, um, they could be removed from a WSOP event. And that pretty much set off a bombshell. Dude, Twitter was like, the next day was like, I was like, oh, here we go. So a lot of people were like, that's crazy. Like, what if I'm vaccinated? Like, that's not fair. You know, if I come in contact with someone who happens to test positive, you know, and I'm vaccinated, how can I get, you know, eliminated? And then the whole thing is like, look, we're sitting at a, at what would be probably a regulation poker table right now. I'm within six feet of Matt. I'm within six feet of Anthony. Like those rules, well, that rule at the time was extremely controversial. Um, but then a couple of days later, because of the outcry, WSOP issues a statement pretty much saying like, look, here's the clarification. 
um, our rule was incorrect or whatever the case may be. And they go on to say, you know, and I'll read it. Consistent with current CDC guidelines, WFC, WSOP participants who are known to have been exposed to a person who has tested positive for COVID-19 will not be required to leave the tournament in quarantine if they're fully vaccinated within the appropriate timing parameters and remain asymptomatic since the time of exposure. So that comes out and everyone's like, yippee. Like now everyone feels a little bit more at ease. Everyone's not as up in an uproar. Yeah. Um, I, I listen. I literally love when they, something drops on Twitter because I'm like, you know, the meme where like the dude's eating popcorn. That's like me. I'm like, here we go. Well, listen, here we go. I mean, Twitter's going to blow up. And there and I follow a fair number of professional poker players. Like I would say that are in the limelight in the poker world. Um, and the one that kind of stands out to me is Matt Glantz. Like he is very opinionated. And he honestly reminds me of that kid in, in high school who like he would get two people to fight. And would be like step back and like just watch the trouble ensue. And like honestly, like And he was like the popular kid that didn't get in trouble, but like he always started yes, the crap. Exactly. That's Matt Glance. He's the guy who like he's like, Yo, Matt, I heard Anthony wants to fight you. And then he goes, Yo, Anthony, I heard Matt wants to fight you. And then next thing you know, Matt and Anthony are fighting and Matt's sitting back like, Whoa, do your thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy because everyone that follows him buys like like gets caught up in it and i know he's sitting back like cracking up like, yeah ah, like his stuff's again. like Mission definitely accomplished. yeah so i wanted to read one of his tweets that came out <laughs> kind of early so th th now listen this he said this back like well before any of this st stuff started happening his tweet was the wsop needs to have a strict proof of vax to register for any event it's everyone's own personal choice to get vaccinated or not but i don't know any players who want to be sitting in a room all day and night with hundreds of people who are not vaxxed Seems like a no-brainer. So obviously everyone's kind of commenting on this. And this is before all this stuff even blows up, right? So two weeks later, after the clarification of the rule, WSOP announced, what? <laughs> all participants will be required to have a vaccine and will be expected to wear a mask throughout the tournament. So it goes from you're going to get kicked out if you have close proximity to someone who tests positive to no, we're not going to kick anyone out as long as you're vaxxed. Now, in order to play in the WSOP to be in an event, you need to show proof of vaccination. And you, so just to clarify too, as people know at home, you have to use the clear mobile app. I know you downloaded it. Was it very hard to do or is it simple? Very simple. It took uh, three minutes. So clear is the company. If you've ever been to the airport, they have those like clears. It's, it's a growing company. They actually just went public on uh, NASDAQ or whatever. Um, so it might be a good investment down the road. But anyway... They have an app. You put your health pass feature on there, and you put your upload your uh, proof of vaccination. I haven't done it yet. Matt was telling me about. It. He said it's pretty easy. Um, he's done it. So that is the way. As of right now, you have to upload the vaccination. Now, WSOP has a list of all the acceptable vaccinations. Like you can't just make up a vaccination or like some thing you cooked up in your basement. Like yeah, this is my vaccination. That's what it is. Yeah. So I'm on the website right now, and it pretty much has, like you said, like. An FAQ, basically, saying, like, look, frequently asked questions. Here it is. Any questions you might have, they have the answer. But, again, there's some things that are left, I don't want to say unanswered, but to some extent there are. Because, again, they were accepting online registration for events. Now is that null and void because you now need to register in person and show proof of vaccination at the time to register? So I, I don't know if, if they're going to kind of suspend that end of things or Here, here's what i think is going to happen i think what they're going to do is um if you do a live registration right 
-hmm. you're gonna have to show it at the live registration and your card will get like a stamp of approval or something yep. like that and so when you go to the dealer if you did it online you got a printout from one of those things i think when you go see the dealer i think they're gonna say i need to see your clear and you're gonna have to show them yes. that's my speculation you're gonna have to show them your clear thing on your phone and then they'll stamp the card so so they actually have it they have it on the website it just says like you'll have to show it says players simply need to show their clear health pass or alternate vaccination record prior to the first registration in any 2021 WSRP tournament side event blah 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 from that point forward verification status will be noted within the WSAP registration system there and then there you go but again you what? will be required to wear a mask that's yeah. one question that was asked spectators so they say limited number of spectators may be allowed in with proof of full vaccination and just remember that at any point in time they can ask you to leave if you are not compliant with what they're saying. I, I can't wait for that first video to drop in October <laughs> of the dude that's being like handcuffed and like carried out of the Rio. Like it's gonna, I can't wait. It's coming. I got a 99 fever. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're carrying well, them out. Again, are they taking temperatures too? Yeah, well, it's saying here, it doesn't say that they will be taking temperatures, but they're saying oh. that if you have a fever of 100.4 or higher, you shouldn't come, you shouldn't oh. play. Da, 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 well, you, da, got da. A, you got a fever of 104. I mean, you ain't <laughs> getting out of bed. Yeah, you ain't making it, dude. 104 <laughs> is brutal. It's like hospital. That's so, bad. So we're, we're recording this in the beginning of September, the first week of September. So just moving on with this, this timeline, um, as of last week, the 30th, um, Chad Holloway writes for Poker News. Everyone kind of knows who he is. He actually reached out to the WSAP and asked a series of questions that I thought were pretty intelligent questions. I feel like Chad's been like more and more ballsy lately, dude. Like I love his content. Like he's been very ballsy. Like you know, I know a lot of us are like myself included. We're very like you know we toe the line because we do promotions for these sites and things. But dude, he's been very ballsy and getting it out there, and I like so it. This has become the new controversy, and there hasn't been any clarification. So one of the questions that he asked was if dealers and staff would be required to be vaccinated in addition to the players playing in the tournament, which is a fair question, yeah. right? So the answer that Caesars Entertainment gave was... Was it Caesars Entertainment or was it WSOP? What does it well, say? it says, as with all Caesars Entertainment team members, WSOP team members are strongly encouraged to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Caesars is committed to making vaccination easy and accessible for all team members. Additionally, the company is providing significant incentives for team members who choose to be vaccinated. So... That's not an answer to the question that he posed. It's yeah. kind of like, I mean, you read between the lines. It doesn't seem that they're going to be requiring all the dealers to be vaccinated. Um, and that, I mean, that whole thing pretty much, it was like the, the fire was kind of smoldering a little bit. And then, and then Chad Holly is like, wait a they second. They just took like seriously like a whole bucket of gas and just poured it on it because, again, Twitter just blew up. Um, Alex Foxen, he's engaged to Christy Bicknell. I mean, they were like, I'm, I'm boycotting it this Yo, what, year. So this what, is you know ridiculous. what's crazy, too, is like Alex has a lot on the line because he's actually, um, he's like one of the top uh, players of the year right now. He's like third or second. I don't know as of listening to this, but he's way up there. So him not going, actually, I mean, I guess he doesn't care, but it really blows his shot probably it, taking the uh, player of the year award. I mean, he put, um, I mean, he's like, all about he put it. a lengthy thread post that like if you read it you're like damn you well, know where this guy stands well listen but one of the things he did say which i did agree with is there should be something and i think actually mac lance was saying this a couple other people were saying it as well there should be something like if you 
had COVID, let's say, and you have the antibodies, that should be something that you yep. could bring as well. And right now they're not showing that. Like if you go to a doctor and you get a blood drawn, so like I had the antibodies, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as of right now, I don't think WSOP has anything in writing nope. that says that will also be suffice. That's one of the questions that Chad Holloway posed. And, and, they, and they didn't answer. And they didn't answer it. Um, other things were what happens if a player is caught trying to pass off a, like a forged vaccination document. Um, and then the one thing that I thought was like interesting was while this whole thing's playing out, the Nevada governor pretty much comes out and is like, listen, if a, if a venue, a large event venue is having something like, like a large event on over 4,000 people, as long as everyone in attendance is vaccinated, you don't have to wear masks. So that was a question posed. Like, look, why, yeah. if you're requiring everyone to there to be vaccinated, why would they have to wear masks if they're proof, providing proof based off of what the governor of Nevada is saying? But again, there hasn't been any response or any any, well, again, any it, comment. It, because with the dealers not being vaccinated, exactly. well, that's then the thing. you got to have the mask. I know. But I was looking forward to going out there and playing with no mask. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the room is vaccinated, and that's yep. just not going to be the case. I mean, it's unfortunate because, look, they put this thing out there just about, I, I want to say, the math was like 30-some days, 32, 33 days before the start of the WSOP. If you didn't get a shot at all, and you plan on going out there for the first week or two of events, you're beat because it takes at least six weeks to get vaccinated. So now the people who had planned to go out there in the that might not have been vaccinated either have to, you know, um, change their trip or yeah. just cancel it altogether because they're going to go out there and they're going to be SOL because. So here, here's the other thing, too. Um, uh, we posted on uspoker.com. It has to be 14 days prior mm-hmm. as well. Not mm-hmm. only do you have to have it by then, you have to have it for two, de- two weeks before. So if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get my shot next week and fly out to Vegas, that's not going to work either. You need to have – it's got to be on your card 14 days. So if you're just listening to this and you plan on going to WSP and you're planning on getting the vaccination, you need to get the final dose. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. you're getting those two doses like Moderna or what's it, Pfizer, the other one, this, they're like what three weeks apart from each other i think yeah, right wait yeah, yeah i had to wait three weeks so you're talking 14 days after that three weeks yeah so literally five weeks five weeks yep so you're pretty much screwed i mean if you did it now you could probably play in like almost the main event like november so yeah. now if if you aren't vaccinated you're not necessarily screwed altogether because there's a bunch of other casinos in vegas that plan on running tournament series in conjunction with the wsop and they've been running tournaments without vaccination requirements like yes you're still having to wear masks according to cdc guidelines and what's going on in in um nevada so don't just rush to cancel your trip because you can't play the series like i know the wind just announced um i'm sure the venetian's gonna have something um yeah we said the south point and yeah the, so we just posted on uspoker.com and i'm gonna throw another shout to us poker um we just posted on there a vegas series and we're gonna keep updating it so if you go there it's like the top article on uspoker.com it has all the series. so we got venetian we got the win you got golden nugget they've all announced their side events now i think orleans and south winds are still gonna put something out so by the time you actually hear this they might actually be out by then and we will update it on there but there's a lot of great other events that you can play in so if you do have a trip booked like brian was saying doesn't necessarily mean you have to cancel because there's just, you're just gonna have to reorganize where you're yeah, going. Yeah, just go somewhere else. And yeah. honestly, yeah. like, look, I from from the vibe that I got from the Twitterverse, um, and that's the only social media that I'm a part of. It seemed like feelings were mixed. Like it wasn't like more people were in favor of vaccination. There was like a lot of people, like some extremists, like, oh, this is fascism, like going like totally, 
you know, far, far right or whatever you want to consider. But at the same time, like, I feel like these other events might have a comparable like number of, of attendees oh, playing yeah. in, like at the same time. Like, you know, the people who don't want to get vaccinated or just don't like the WSOP brand anymore, they're going to decide to play, you know, the 1100 over there or the 1600 over there. And who knows, yeah. their prize pool might be even bigger than what that WSOP draw is. And to be honest, that's going to be the field with the softer players because every good poker player is getting vaccinated to go play the WSOP. You yeah. go to sit at the WSOP, it's going to be all really good poker players. You're going to sit at the table. It's going to be hard to find an edge. But you go to this, the other games with unvaccinated players who are <laughs> recreational. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, So what are you, you saying, you Matt? Think that unvaccinated people are less intelligent and less <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. No, we what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, we're, we're a lot of the... Here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying... Everyone that like all of the like professional poker players are getting vaccinated yeah. so they can partake in the WSOP, whereas a lot of the amateur and recreational players who could care less, you know, that's like they're more on the fence about the vaccine. No, no. You know, know. what I'm saying? Because they're yeah. not, you know, they're not going to rush out to get a vaccine because they have to go play to WSOP where all the pros and all the, the regulars are going to be getting it just to be in a WSOP. So, yeah, some of those other casinos, you can see, you know, some of the softer fields. That's a good point. Well, that's where the saga pretty much ends at this point. I mean, we we're still going. Yeah. We're, I mean, and so w, and on top of that, and I'm gonna drop a little secret bomb that I kind of found out a little bit about. Uh, WSP is planning on keeping their events rolling, and it sounds like if everything goes well, um, from what I'm hearing, this is inside information. I can't drop a name or where I got it from, but the plan as of right now is that they're gonna start the circuit. The live circuit series is gonna come back. Uh, so if you don't know the circuit series has been going on online only every month in the legal states of New Jersey and Nevada. Uh, and they also dropped the Pennsylvania one as well, online only. They have not had live events. So apparently if it goes well starting next month or the end of this month or whenever it's starting at the live WSP, they're going to drop news. They're going to restart the circuit live series. It's going to start at Cherokee, which is in North Carolina, uh, from what I've been told, Thanksgiving weekend. That's when it's going to start for the new season uh, so they're kind of, I think, waiting to see how things flow, and then if everything goes good, that's uh, they're going to restart that. That's what I, that's my inside information. I think uh, people will look forward to that because I mean, they've been saturating the online circuit thing, and it's like it's really tough to keep up with. <laughs> like every yeah. every oh, we're in out the Rio, and it's like, well, no, I'm in New Jersey still. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is the Harris New Orleans. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm they're still, still calling it by the same name, but it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're just all putting online. a casino name to it. So, yeah, we've been told that Cherokee has been uh, booking people and things might be happening. They're not confirmed 100%, but pretty good inside information that I've received that uh, that's the game plan for the WSOP. So hopefully that happens. All right, uh, so moving on to our next topic. We did a video about this. If you haven't seen part one, go check out part one of Poker Pet Peeves. Uh, it was very popular, so we decided, well, you know what? Let's beat a dead horse and do More it again. More Pet Peeves. Let's do it. <laughs> Everyone, listen, <laughs> poker players love to complain, right? They love to complain, so Pet Peeves are a great one. We got five new Pet Peeves for you. We all came up with some different ones ourselves. And some of these were actually um, given to us by the people who, who watched 
or yeah. listen to the podcast. Yeah, a lot of the people are commenting on a lot of these, and like some of these are trending ones, and so and they're definitely ones that we miss because when I read the when I read some of the comments, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I didn't even consider that. Yeah, so yeah, feel free to drop more comments down below and tell us, you know, what you think or uh, some other ideas because if this goes well, we'll do a part three. Why not? Uh, so the first one I got players that berate the dealers like yeah. they just talk trash on the dealers like they complain to the dealer like it's the dealer's fault now listen like you know dealers are human they're gonna make a mistake mm -hmm. things are gonna happen when you blame them for what cards come out though like yeah. you're just completely a degenerate bro you <laughs> are just next level degen if you're blaming the dealer for the cards that are coming out and the shuffler yeah, yeah. The shuffler machine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate them things, man. Every time I lose with that. Come on. Why can't we just do a hand shuffle? Like, so you know. Ridiculous. Uh, now, listen, and I'll tell you so. If you've never been out to WSOP or you've never been to a major tournament, the dealers that are at those tournaments are usually new dealers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're usually bad dealers. They have very little experience. They're not the everyday grinder that is at the Flamingo every day that you've been there for the last 12 years flipping the cards. That's a pro, you know, so there's a lot of mistakes and you got to be very patient because they're going to flip cards. They're going to miss deal. It's part of the game. It's just going to happen, yep. you know, um, and you have to accept that. And it's a, I, I see people berating dealers and I, I say stuff. I'm like, dude, just calm down. Like I am that guy that I get vocal with the players. Like, I don't care. I just don't like the people that are very timid that don't say anything and don't stand up for dealers. And I don't like when the dealers don't stand up for themselves because you know, they're under the policy of the casino. Yeah. Like, you know, don't say anything. Just take it on the chin. Just better. Yeah. They got to kind of just sit there and take it. Yeah. But you know what? That kind of builds and like makes things worse at the table. I rather them be like, or at least call the floor of them. Like this guy's, you know, not mm -hmm. leave me alone. And I hate when players do that to the dealers. Like, it's, it's funny because like you'll see, especially with like a local, like the local um, crew, you know, we talk about like the grinders, the dudes are always there every day, like trying to get their comp points, whatever their dinner ticket. <laughs> um, like they'll, they'll be like, they'll stand up and I'm like, ah, that, I'm not, 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 she always deals me and then walks away. And yeah. I'm like, dude, like really? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, come on. Yeah. Oh, he's the worst dealer in here. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some dealers that I actually absolutely don't like just because like they might be like the rule enforcer. Mm -hmm. Like there's one guy that he deals at Harris in Atlantic City and like he's the guy, like I'm on my phone, he's like, Get off your phone. I'm like, Come on, man. Like <laughs> like but I'm not gonna be like getting up and not saying. And you're not gonna the fight the dude dealing. and you're not gonna like you're gonna be like no, aggravated right. sometimes. Yeah, but I that's our job. They're doing their job. Mm. It might you know, whatever. But all right, so number two, um, you want to talk to this one? Oh yeah, the dude at the. You know, I mean, this is this has to be everyone's like one of everyone's biggest pet peeves. Like the guy who tells you their bad beat story, like at the table or in the midst of a hand, like yeah, and it's not even a really bad beat. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's I just, had top two pair. Yeah, lost to a straight. Exactly. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to poker. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> like oh yeah, I had uh, I had aces and I got them cracked by eights and it's like yeah, I mean that happens, dude. <laughs> Like, I get it. And he expects, you know, he expects you to kind of be like yeah. the shoulder oh, to cry man, on. Sucks. Like, like, oh, yeah, dude. Most of the time, I literally just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I just kind of give him like that cold shoulder, like, yeah, I'm the desk. Like, oh, yeah, it sucks. Like, but I swear, like, every time you go to the table, there's always somebody who's willing to just share that story. Listen, and it's like, dude, shut up. Here's, here's the thing, though. I kind of like the bad beat guy because I know they're just going to donk. Like, they're just... <laughs> That dude's not winning. Like, he, if listen, if their minds, I'm I'm a total believer in positive mental attitude. Like, completely 
on that level. Like I try to be positive going into stuff. But when I see that dude, like, yeah, he's annoying as hell. But I also know I'm like, that stack's coming to daddy. It's coming. There's no way he's leaving with a yeah, stack. You're the dude calling with like Jack six, <laughs> like hoping to put a bad beat on this dude. Yeah. Like he tells you the story the next hand. You're like, so, I'm all in. Listen, I'm not kidding. Last Three week, bet in every hand. Last in. week, dude, true story. I was up uh, a little bit of money last time I was at Harris. I was sitting pretty good, and I was, like, free-rolling. And this dude was telling a bad beat story how he got smacked by, like, some... He had, aces got cracked by Queen-10. I saw Queen-10, and he, like, bet a big bet. And I, like, just called because I was like, I want to crack <laughs> him. <laughs> yeah, you you wanted to show him Queen-10. Yeah, because yeah. he would tilt it, like, you know, and he's just going to stack off. But I, I missed the flop and fold it. But I was like, in my head, I was like, this dude will give me all 300 bucks in front of him right now if I hit top pair. I just know. <laughs> and then I'll show it and be like, ship it. <laughs> I, so I love the bad beat guy. I love him because they're going to ship over. All right, number three is Matt's. He uh, he came oh. up with the suggestion. Yeah, table coaches. Yeah, so a little different than the, the last worst. one. A little different than the last one. Last one we talked about players that berate other players. But what Matt's talking about, you want to explain what a Yo, table man, coach is? What are you doing flat and on the button with kings? Yeah. You got a three bet that there. It's like, <laughs> dude, do you really want to make – other players at the table better and you really want them knowing what they're doing like let them make turd plays like we're gonna make money off them like you know it's like i can't stand it and it happens a lot online online it's like and i used to chime in a lot and be like dude let turds be turds you know it's like but they actually take have taken away the chat on a lot of yeah the online they can't sites. do it anymore so, yeah it shows up as like but, asterisks and yeah. stuff I think a lot but of man, it, yeah. table coaching is just yeah, really so, bugs the shit out of me. So the opposite of braiding, not just telling them how like, oh, you're horrible making that call. It's actually you're trying to coach them, right? Yeah. Like you're trying to help them. It's <laughs> like, listen, if they want to help themselves, they'll ask inquisitively. And I think that's a little different though. If someone asks you, like, hey man, what would you what do? What would that you have spot? done yeah. there? I think yep. that's a little yeah. different than you. That's fine, because that's that's bouncing ideas, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like Yep. Yeah. But it's a little different. But, but some people get like dead pissed and like <laughs> start like you know, I mean, you see it with Phil Homie the whole time, and he's a pro, but he's allowed. <laughs> um, number four, this was a suggestion online. A lot of people were saying this. A lot of people were saying this, uh, and I hate it too. When people fold out a turn, um, if you're not paying attention and you fold out a turn, and especially if you're not 100% focused and you see out of the corner of your eye the guy next to you throw your cards in and you're going to muck, it, like, causes a chain reaction yep. because if you're yep. not 100% focused and you don't see the third guy down there it still has cards out of the corner especially if you're like in where your seat is mm -hmm. and the dealer's here and this guy folds out of turn it throws everything oh, yeah. off so people that aren't paying and I've attention done it. yeah really. I think everyone hated I think everyone's, I think everyone's done it I think everyone's <laughs> yeah. done it yeah. yeah you feel like a jerk especially when you're playing cash you've been sitting there for hours and it's just like uh, it's like you know it happens sometimes but yeah, so that, that was a big pet peeve that people post online, that people that fold out a turn and throw it off. And then number five, you know, sometimes this happens intentionally. Sometimes this happens unintentionally. But Mr. Slow Roll. Yeah. Everybody oh hates Everybody hates Mr. Slow Roll. Mm -hmm. I think what's more annoying to me personally is the guy that slow rolls because he does. he's like a noob and doesn't know what he uh -huh. has. And then he like kind of realized he hit a flush, but he didn't realize it. So then it's technically a slow roll, but he didn't know he had a slow roll because he's trying to figure out what's on the board still. That guy drives me crazy because it's like you, he's like a horrible player and he beats you. And you're like, Ugh. yeah. I think what's worse than this than like a flat out slow roll, like if someone's doing it intentional, is like the knit slow roll where a dude has like a really big hand and he's like, ah, uh, and then he shows it and you're like, dude, 
Really? Like you uh, didn't know you were good? Like yeah. come on. You didn't know you were gonna call thirteen bucks with kings in your Seriously, hand to an yeah. all in? Like, like, like th- stop. Yeah. yeah. That reminds me one of my favorite hands. You can see it on YouTube. Samantha Abernathy. She's got like pocket fives and jams against uh i forget the player she was against and he's got kings it's like a final table of a big tournament and he's acting this and that for like two minutes and then finally he calls and he's got pocket kings and some and abernathy catches a five. Oh yeah and yes. oh, i remember seeing that. oh my it god was like, it was best. like retribution yep. like yeah. oh, see dude instant karma yeah. man it was it's wonderful <laughs> so all right so that's our five peppies all right moving on to our next topic uh, so we did one of these before. I have uh, where's our box at? I gotta get this. Oh, there it is. Goat unboxing. <laughs> All right. So we did a grizzly uh, before. Uh, if you don't know global poker, if you go on there and you win an event, they send you one of these sweet prize packages. Which I wish more sites would do because I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's part of their like gimmick. So we're gonna do a live unboxing. As you can see, it's sealed still. I've yeah, not opened you, it. You cut it. I will cut it open. Don't cut me. We will live unbox our swag, our trophy. Scar got the Ginso t- Ginsu 2000. It's got a <laughs> it's got a seatbelt cutter on here, and it's got a. I think I broke the window punch, but it's got a window punch on here as well. Let's get that a caps. <laughs> Inside joke. All right, so here we go. Live unboxing. What we got? All right. So first piece of swag coming out. We got the global poker hat. Now, I told my buddies here that I would hook them up. So who do I say? Get? Oh, Matt's in the hat because he doesn't fit in. I'm too big for the shirt. Too big for the shirt. So <laughs> we got the global poker hat coming out because we want a global goat. I want a, a goat event this past series. So we got the nice global hat. I rock the grizzly one. These are actually pretty solid. Nice. All and listen, we're not pay, again not paid to say this. I am not sponsored by Global. We got our congratulations, Go Player. Well done. You buttheads with the best of them and won yourself an exclusive global prize. They also do this hometown heroes thing. I'm not going to go into that, but you can go into the site. They give you, like, free money and stuff for, like, doing, uh, posting, like, social media pictures and stuff. So, our little info there. All right. Next coming out. We got the Global Poker T-shirt. Pretty sweet. Nice. That goes to Brian. He's taking that for me. Yeah, buddy. And then this one. Uh, I'm actually, you guys listening at home, this is for you guys. I'm going to tell you why. So this is a Glow Poker hoodie. Again, you can't buy their gear. You can only win it, which I think is a really cool idea. There's the Glow Poker hoodie. So when this video comes out, I am going to do, me and Brian are going to put online, we are going to do a giveaway. We're going to give away this hoodie. It's a size large. Um, we're going to post it on Twitter. So if you go to Nerdthusiast on Twitter, when this video drops, when you're hearing this, I'll put it on there for probably about a week or two. We'll do like a retweet giveaway. You'll retweet and like and follow or whatever. And uh, then we'll pick a lucky winner. Uh, we'll do a random winner. And uh, we will mail them. If you live in the U.S., only for the U.S., because I'm not spending $53 to mail it to like uh, <laughs> Ireland or something. Singapore. Dude. Yeah. So <laughs> if you live in the U.S., I can afford to ship it to you. So uh, we're going to ship it out to one of our followers. So. Now this this goat series, what's uh, like what what events are we looking at? Like what's the top event so, in the goat series? They've been doing now this last series they got they had a pretty big size one, but usually like they do for like the main event is like a two hundred fifty thousand or like a hundred fifty thousand like that, and mm-hmm. they do it's like a two fifteen buy in. Okay. Yeah, that's usually but there's like a ton of events. There's like thirty events, so there's a lot. Nice. And then we got some trash. Yeah, just throw it back there. Oh, speaking of which, we didn't even discuss like we have a change of venue. We're actually at oh, we're my at... my casa. This uh, this we are in Brian's house. 
I'm a, uh, I'm a major. Oh, oh whoa, whoa, whoa. Which you, wouldn't, you would not guess that with an Eagles jersey on the wall. Oh, no, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm a Dolphins fan, but I tell you what, I love T.O. when he played for the Eagles. Yeah. It was probably the best season. Me too. That, yeah, it was. I'll never forget picking up the paper that morning when they when they got T.O. And I'm like, this is the year. This is the year we're, it, we're going over was, to hump. And we got year. over to hump, but then they pissed the bed. But the then Super the Bowl. GOAT. Then the goat got hurt. <laughs> the goat, <laughs> that high ankle sprain, man. Uh, I, I remember. No, like, the I, goat Brady. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> he worked you. And it's crazy to think of how long ago that was, and Brady's still playing. I know. Right. And he just won a, the, the last Super Bowl. It's insane. Damn, this thing is packaged like, Jesus, legit. You're gonna have stuff all over your floor. Here. I don't care. There we go. We're trying official ugliest unboxing ever. <laughs> there we go. Huge. Oh, we go. Here we go. Oh, the last one was really legit. All right, here we go. And we got the official unboxing. Here we go. There we go. This is oh, nice. the GOAT trophy. Dude, that's sick. Look at that, dude. That is legit. So cool. <laughs> yeah. So. Wow. This is. I need. I need that hardware. Yo, look. check that out. <laughs> look at this. They give one out for every event. Yeah. Or is it just the major? No, all the events. Every wow. event. Every event. Wow. So yeah. So we got a little uh, event here. This is for the Progressive um, GC Progressive Bounty event, and they put whatever you want on there. So I have Anthony Itohogi Sakali as my. Uh, print there so that's sick let me, let me take a look at that guy it's like solid yeah you go. it's it's met what's that like metal yeah no it's yeah. solid it's all legit yeah and when did you win this um i guess it was a month and a half ago now see how anthony's unboxing trophies he won and i'm unboxing nothing <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah this is really nice man yeah did so you get a, didn't you get a rattlesnake too uh no i have two grizzlies but the last grizzly was like huge it was awesome yeah, that one was so legit. So anyway, that's our little goat that's unboxing. Uh, like I said, when you hear this video drop, make sure that you go to our Twitter page on Nerd Enthusiasts, and you can see how you can win a free hoodie that we are giving away for you guys. So uh, go check that out and uh, like that. So uh, we got a couple more topics. Okay. All right, moving on to the next topic. I'm going to talk about this uh, not too in-depth, but a little bit. So a little poker room review. When we go to new places, we've been trying to do some poker room reviews. I've been traveling a little bit. I went on a little New, new Hampshire poker tour, which I'm going to put a huge article about, about that. Um, so just a little background. A lot of people were telling me, dude, come up to New Hampshire. Come to New Hampshire. I'm like, New Hampshire? Like, what? Like, so I follow the tournament series. I'm not, a, I'm not a big cash player, but I mostly play tournaments. But I like playing cash once in a while. But I found out there's a huge, huge, huge element of these casino-slash-charity poker rooms up in New Hampshire. So I had, like, a weekend framing. My buddy, we went up there. We did a little tour. I went to four different of these little charity casinos. First off, they're totally legit. Like, what I was thinking was, like, a complete, like, you know, someone's basement. Like, we were going to play, like, something ghetto. But, dude... All of them are legit, all great poker rooms. I highly recommend each one. If you're in the Boston, New Hampshire, Vermont area, it's not that far a drive to all these casinos. The other cool thing about it is part of the state uh, ruling on these things is that they have to give, I think it's like 35% of all their proceeds go to a charity within the state. Oh, nice. And what's also cool is a charity can basically sign up to get a 10-day window. So for what that means is like, Let's say I run some charity in the state for animal shelters or something, right? 
I can apply, and then once it gets approved, let's for 10 days, uh, you go to this casino, and all 10 days, whatever they make, that 35% goes to that charity. So, like, you can promote it. You can tell people, hey, like, it's like a fundraiser. Go yeah. to the casino tonight. We're going to do a casino night. We're they, all meeting they there. They can get people to go play. Yeah, so it's a, it's a cool idea because yeah. it promotes the casino, but it also gives back to these things. So the first casino I want to talk about is called The Brook. Uh, this is located in Seabrook, uh, New Hampshire. It's right near the shore down there. It's about, like, 10-minute drive from the shore. Okay, driving up, I was there with Joe Samara. We drove up. We're driving the parking lot, and first thing Joe goes is like, where the hell did you take me? Because here's the thing you have to realize. These are not casinos. Like, if you're used to Las Vegas or Atlantic City, this is not Las Vegas. This is not Atlantic City. This thing looked like, an, from the outside, I will tell you, it looks horrible. It looked like an old warehouse or something. Like Joe's like, where are you taking me? It was like an old abandoned lot. It was like. I can just picture Samara like, what? <laughs> It was, dude, it was raining. It was like a horror show driving up to this place. Um, that atrocious beard of his. <laughs> so we we go in. It was nice inside, though. Uh, the poker room, at least, was very nice. I was unimpressed with some of the other areas. Besides, they have a, they have a huge DraftKings spot, which is actually pretty nice, like a race book slash sports betting. Cool. That was cool. The poker room was cool. I didn't really like the casino part of side of things. It's very small. There's not a lot going on there. But the poker room was nice. I wrote down some notes. Uh, there's 18 tables going on. Uh, they do uh, high hands, like same thing with major promotions. It was like every other hour was 500 or thousand dollars. So they were doing wow. like pretty, yeah, they were doing pretty good high hand promotions. And you know, again, there was only like 10, 15 tables running at the time we were there. The other thing was cool was this, right? And I'm like, dude, we would have loved this. I'm sitting there playing. I'm hanging out, having a good time. I look up, right. I see like four high school kids walk by, right? And I'm like, there's like four of them, these four dudes. And I know I'm older now. So like people that I see that are in their twenties, they look younger, but these are definitely high school kids or like look like it. And I said to the dealer, I'm like, do they let like any kids in here? What's going on? <laughs> He's like, no, it's 18 plus to gamble. That's crazy. So, wow. yeah. So it's only 18. And what's crazy is like, cause we're used to it here. They serve alcohol in there. Yeah. So, you know, like, I mean, I guess they're still going to ID you for the witch mall, but they serve alcohol right on the floor. It's not like you yeah. a separate area or like you have to go through a separate spot. So, dude, 18 plus all New Hampshire spots. I was like, dude, could you wow. imagine when we were in college? No. I might have lived up there for a summer. We no. might have took a road trip and not came back. <laughs> yeah. It's probably better that I didn't know about these places. Because no. I might not have came back. Now, was there any type of wait list or anything? Or were you able to just jump right on? Uh, we So the brook we went on to on a Thursday night. Um, and this was in the, in the summer. So now we got right on the table, but it was, it was pretty full. Like it, you know, it wasn't like it was empty. I mean, there were still, uh, I think there was maybe one or two tables that were empty, but for the most part, like all the 14, 15 tables that I saw running, they were all pretty much full. Okay. Um, like I said, they had the high hand promotion. So a lot of regulars were probably there for that. I did very well that night, cashed out some profit. And then the other cool thing was like right near the shore. So like the other thing um that we were trying to do was like every time we went to a place we try to find like a good place to eat so uh i recommend there's a bunch of little lobster places like right near the shore the place i went to was called uh brown's lobster it was okay the prices were okay like the lobster prices were good but the food wasn't like the best it was okay seafood there wasn't like a ton of seasoning or like anything crazy but um, there was like a good, there was a couple other places that people were like, why don't you go here? Why don't you go there? I'm like, well, cause no one told us about those. I've noticed that up there with the lobster, like anytime I've had it up there, it's like, they just give it to you unseasoned. Yeah. Just it, dip it in some butter. Yeah. That's I mean, all, it's still good, but 
Yeah, it was, and they were all live. Like you picked them, you know, you picked yeah. them right out of the thing. But uh, so there's a lot of good lobster spots. So my quick review of Brown's uh, lobster was just okay. But there's other better places up there. So that was our goal. We did not. Our goal was every place we went to, we would just ask the table where they recommend it. And so someone recommended us. But then everywhere else we told them, we went there, and everyone's like, why'd you go there? That, that's not the better one. There was a couple other better ones. And were you playing 1-2, one, 1-3, two, one, two, Uh There we were playing 1-3. Um, what else did they have there? So a, couple, a couple notes real quick. Um, they did have a bad beat, but it's only like capped. It was like a $10,000 bad beat. Like it was just a flat bad beat. Like if it, it was. Well, a, I mean, if they're having five hundred thousand dollar high hands, that kind of explains why. Yeah. So it wasn't like a growing, and it was aces full or tens are better for the bad beat. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, it, aces full. Yeah. Oh no shit. Yeah. So it was aces full or tens are for better for the bad beat. Uh, but I think the hand that beat you, if I remember, I might be incorrect on this. You might want to double check it on the Brooks website or whatever. I think you had to be beaten by quads. Oh, okay. So it's not Still, like you. Still, that happens more. That would happen more often than your typical bad beat. Um, a couple of other notes real quick. Uh, they didn't have a lot of table games. There's no slots at this casino, but they did have like a roulette. They had Cajun stud, which was the big thing there. They did not have blackjack, but a lot of people were playing these Cajun stud, which is kind of like a Caribbean stud style. And like I said before, the DraftKings area is pretty big, pretty nice. It used to be a racetrack for um, dog racing or horse racing. I'm not, I think it was dog racing. That's closed down. So now it's just sports betting, simulcasting. But you can make all legal sports bets there. It's one of only two places that have that in New Hampshire right now. So uh, the Brook, uh, overall, not appealing from the outside, but pretty good atmosphere. Everyone there, super friendly. Everyone there, super chill. Uh, my whole New Hampshire trip was like that. So every month um, on the podcast series, you can check out. I'm going to do a different review of different places that we went. So that was my uh, little quick review of the Brook, if you have not seen it. Now, real quick, um, you might have touched on it when I stepped away, but um, restrictions, how were they? Were you, did you have to wear a mask or was it open? No dividers, full ring and everything? Or No dividers. Um, I think it was eight. Was I, right down? I think it was eight-handed there. And no mask. No mask, no dividers. Okay. Okay. So that was another reason we took for the trip because I was like, you know, I want to go up there and kind of live free. And so, and here's the other thing too about New Hampshire. Where's it at? Um, their motto in the state is live free or die. Like they're like, I didn't expect it to be like that way up there. Like I thought it was going to be more of like, I guess more liberal up there, like more tight lace. But dude, it's like kind of like free for all country in a lot of those places up there. Like a lot of dudes living in the woods, like doing their own thing up there. Like, yeah, yeah like we don't live by these laws up here. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, cool. <laughs> That's like how it was out in rural PA. So, was that? but no, it was uh, cool. Check out the brook. Uh, definitely recommend it. And I'll do another review for the next one. All right. So last thing, um, if you've been following a lot of our other stuff here, you'll know that uh, we've been talking about the poker side of NFTs, but we're going to kind of go off on to a little different side of things of getting more into the NFT world. So every month we're going to talk a little more about this. We've been going deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole. So Brian's going to talk a little more about our NFT adventures. Yeah. So I guess I guess what we're going to call it is just like the NFT of the month, I yeah, guess we whatever. could say. Um, so once, since Anthony and I kind of got into the WPT theta NFTs, we kind of talked about how, um, we made a decent amount of money on our investment into those. Um, so we've kind of broadened our horizons. We've been following a lot of different people on Twitter and social media that kind of are really well-versed in the NFT world. Um, so we were kind of wondering what we could kind of dip our toes into, um, 
after the WPT. Um, and opportunity presented itself with DraftKings. They actually came out with their own NFT marketplace and um, they did a drop, uh, I'd say, what, a couple weeks ago now, three yeah. or four weeks so ago. So it started with Tom Brady. So me and Brian's right now philosophy, and please listen, if you're watching this video, we're still learning. We're watching YouTube videos just like you're watching this. We're reading a lot of stuff on Twitter. I know me and Matt are having a whole conversation about NFTs on the way down, some of the different marketplaces and things that are opening up. Yeah, I know very little. So we're all NFTs. kind of like indulging ourselves, and I'm trying to get as much information and learn. So please, if you got some links or something, drop them in comments. We'll watch them and kind of get more in there. But right now, our philosophy is kind of like we want to get into these markets first. Yeah. Yep. We don't want to be the guy there seven months later when everybody's there. We're trying to get in. Get in, make our money, flip, invest, get into other stuff, and grow. And that's mm -hmm. kind of me and Brian's game plan right now. So the DraftKings thing presented itself. We got in. Tom Brady was the first one. Um, there's been, well, by the time you hear us, might be a lot more. But there's probably about four or five drops to this point. Yep. So um, with with the marketplace, what they did was they teamed up with, actually, it's like a co-founded company that Tom, Tom Brady's the co-founder of called Autograph. Um, and that's pretty much who DraftKings is running their NFTs through. Um, and they picked up some pretty high name uh, sports figures in, in various uh, genres, I guess you could say. So uh, Brady represented the NFL. They had a Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky job, drop for the NHL. Um, they had um, Naomi. Um, is it Saka? I'm is, probably pronouncing uh, yeah, that some, wrong. Something to, from she's tennis. A, she's a phenomenal like yeah, a, she's like uh, a phenom in tennis. Yeah, she's up and coming. Osaka, I think her last name is. Um, and then they just recently did Simone Biles, and I think they have on tap is Derek Jeter and tentatively Tiger Woods. And I've also heard Tony Hawk too as okay, a rumor yep, too. Yep. So um, with this, I mean, it's pretty simple on how to get into it, and the beauty of it is you buy it with U.S. dollars, and the money is in U.S. dollars. Now I know that a lot of the um, other NFTs, it's a transfer of US dollars to either Ethereum or like in, in the WPT's case, the Theta. Um, so like it's a conversion rate. Um, it doesn't transfer in US dollars. Now, you know, DraftKings, they do take their piece. If you wind up selling, yeah, it's um, like 15%. If you wind up selling one of your NFTs that you're lucky enough to, to grab. So they have various uh, price points. Um, and obviously the price point determines the rarity. So it starts at $12 and then it caps at $1,500. Um, and then each one has um, a different edition number. So for the $12, there's X of 5,000. And then if you're lucky enough to get a $1,500 one, it's X of 12. And yes. This is how they've been running it throughout the whole. The, the top rate tier is the one of 12 drop. Mm -hmm. And they've been dropping them on two different days every week. So it's either been Tuesday and Fridays or Tuesdays and Thursdays for the most part. And they're dropping the low-end stuff on Tuesday, the high-end stuff on Thursday or Friday. Yep. Um, and they've been doing this every week. So if you don't know about this, you can just log into any DraftKings. Now, you don't have to be in the state of New Jersey or Pennsylvania. You have to be in the United States. You just have to or be in Canada, yeah. U.S. or Canada. You yes. have to be in one of those countries, and you can log in, and you load your DraftKings, like he said, U.S. dollars, and then you go to the marketplace, and you can get in, and you have to drop in 30 minutes before the drop-in opens. Yep. And then you're chosen randomly, right? Yes, yes, it's a random selection. So it doesn't matter how fast you get into the drop. You could get in five minutes before. When the queue ends, they give you a random spot in line. Um, and like I said, Anthony and I were lucky enough to get in and actually get some of these drops. Uh, we got, what, three of the Tom Brady's. Mm -hmm. um, 
And then we got one a, of the Gretzky, two of the Gretzkys. <laughs> yeah, the Tom Brady goat. <laughs> we got two of the Gretzkys, and we were able to secure one of the Simone Biles. And we, you know, like us, like we said with Theta, we're looking for the short-term flip over. We're not looking for the long-term hold. So we real quick relisted it, sold it, and we made a pretty a pretty reasonable profit. Probably about what. Two, maybe six X yeah. on our investment. Probably. Yeah. About six um, X about what we put in. So it's been pretty good. And it, here's the thing, which I love about it is like, it doesn't cost you anything unless you get it. Like you don't have to pay anything to get in. It's nope. just straight up. Nope. But dude, it's a genius idea by DraftKings mm -hmm. because the money sits in your DraftKings account. So like the big dogs, the highest ones, a $1,500 one, if you can get it. So we've been trying to get it. We have not got one. Believe me, if we get one, we will be sharing it yeah. on here. We'll share the drop. But um, now, just quick question. Yeah, you get a big dog. Yeah, what do you do with it? Where, where do you sell it? So you sell it right there. They oh, have, in DraftKings. Yeah, DraftKings. they have their okay. own marketplace, and that it's you like can an buy. auction. No. no, so 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 that's that's kind of what I wanted to get into. So right okay. now, it's you set a buy it price, and then that's what they purchase it for. But in the future, they have it. They're going to be doing auctions. Um, they're actually I, I I received like a survey from them. Um, the other day and they asked a bunch of questions about things, features that we would like want to see. Mm -hmm. And some of them were like, people would be able to look at your portfolio and actually offer you money for the things that you have. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen, but they're saying that eventually you'll be able to actually take your NFTs in DraftKings and sell them in other markets like OpenSea or some of the other platforms that are out there. Um, and again, if you have one of these NFTs, like for example, with this first drop, for Brady and all these other, um, you know, players or former players, whatever, um, it comes with special perks. Yeah. So um, it says owning a preseason access pass, which is what we were able to secure. Um, you have preferential access to a future autograph drop. So now that we mm. own one of these, it'll then be X of however many owners there are to be a part of a future drop where it's exclusive. It's exclusive. Gotcha. So like we retained some of what we purchased. We didn't like sell everything. Because again, we want to see what those features are because that's going to be worth even more yeah. on the market than something that's available for everyone. It's only going to be available for say the five thousand that have a card or you know the five hundred in this particular realm. Um, and I think there's also a special Discord group yeah, that you, you got into as well. So if you the... don't know what Discord is, it's like an online uh, chat room where you can have like. A the private server, private basically. server. Yeah. Yep. It's a yep. private 24-7 chat room that you can be a part of if you have one of these exclusive entities. So that's the other thing. It's like if you're ultra in the nerd universe like we are, it gets you into that nerd realms of those NFTs into that spot. I so. mean, if you're a sports – I don't want to, like, step over your toes. No. If you're a sports fanatic and you're really confused about the NFT world – and like you go into like some of these other sites and you're like, well, how do I set up a, an account? You have to make like a virtual wallet and all this stuff. And you're like, ah, oh, man, it's too much it's work. Too much. DraftKings makes it Very so simple, simple yeah. for you because again, it's it's all US dollars. It all's connected to your DraftKings account. So if you're a degen where you're, you know, you're making sports bets or you're doing daily <laughs> fantasy or whatever, the, you're playing the casino, all the transfers, all the money is done right through the site yeah they make it so simple for you where you don't have to sign up for this virtual wallet or connect it to ethereum or or pay these gas fees or all this other stuff you go you drop you get it you buy it and it's yours and then you do what you want with it uh, and i always say this we're, listen we're not sponsored by DraftKings. i always say this when we're talking about these nope. different things i'm not listen DraftKings, you want to hook us up we say this all the time 
Awesome. Hook us up. But we at the moment, we are not sponsored by DraftKings, and we're just telling you these things that we're exploring. So if you're definitely a noob in the NFT world, I would say DraftKings is, like, legit a great place to start because uh, it's pretty simple. It's pretty easy to get the money in, pretty, money, pretty much easy to get the money out, and um, it's got a lot of cool bonuses. And here's the thing I feel like with DraftKings. It's not going anywhere. It's mm. every state is opening up new yep. markets. So I think this is going to be a huge platform. I, I I think I don't know how long the if it's going to be a fad, how long it will last, but I think it's gonna they're going to be pumping these out every single yep. week. Yep. And 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 right now, like I said, it's good to get in at the floor if you're really interested in it because it's exclusive right now to U.S. and Canada. Yeah. Just imagine where we're at a couple years down the road when this thing, if it ever does open up to other countries and, and you've already built a portfolio of, you know, five, six, seven different genres of NFTs. And you have the first and then, year. And then you're able to sell it to people from other, like the, the premier drop, the first one and Brady. I mean, come on, like, Dude, when Brady retires, anything that's Brady is going to be worth oh, gold yeah. because the guy will definitely go down in history as the greatest of all time. Like, I'm a diehard Marino fan. Like, I have my feelings about him. You know, the greatest quarterback that never won a Super Bowl, whatever. But what I'm saying is, is like, it's Brady's the unquestionable greatest of all time. So we, we got, never thought I'd hear Brian saying this. I mean, come on. It's true, though. I He's mean, no longer in the AFC East, I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we got the first one we still hold or holding on to. It was a $12 buy, and that one's been going in value up every week. It's like 30x its value right now. Yeah. We're just sitting on it. Just We're just sitting it on ride. it. Because, yeah, let it ride. Like, worst case scenario, we lose 12 bucks. Like, if it bombs, but. It's a it cost you twelve bucks. Twelve bucks. Twelve dollar one, mm -hmm. and wow. we got it's worth thirty x right now as we're wow. speaking. Yeah. So and the, and the thing awesome. is, is, like we we probably are shooting ourselves in the foot by putting this out there. Like we don't have a lot of followers, but if we were to have a lot of followers, like <laughs> then everyone's gonna the be amount of competition is going to be like x x fold. Like yeah. there's only like, twelve. Wait till my brother finds out about of the this. premiere. Like yeah. if you get a premiere, like you can go in and see like what's sold. Like you're guaranteed. Like if you get a premiere, I would say minimum fifteen grand. Uh, yeah, easily. Uh, easily 10x of what you're buying. Yeah, is. wow. Easily, yep. you'll probably yep. make 15 grand if you flip it. Because right there's away. people, there's people out there with like you know crazy money that yeah. they're like, oh, I want this. This is gonna, this is gonna be valuable I mean, to me down the road. Yeah, I mean, I've when I'm on when I'm on Reddit looking through the crypto you know threads, and then I see other people posting like this little gif of like i saw the other day it was like a gif of like a pink donut that sold for like four million listen nft it's wild i'm like it's what wild. is going on yeah it's wild so every month me and brian are going to do our research and try to get out to you guys like what we're getting into what works we'll be honest with you we'll tell you what works if we hit a bad month and we bomb we'll tell you like this was not working do not go to this realm but right now the DraftKings stuff is working it's hot i would say if you're listening to this probably worth jumping into this market and testing it yeah, out. Yeah, it can't I mean it can't hurt. You you make a, a, a small investment, you know, 12 bucks, 25 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever, and then you see if you can flip it for, you know, a couple hundred bucks and then you you Roll use it. that to put a bet on, I don't know, you know, <laughs> the Giants to win it all and yeah, then blow it all. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like you did a money you wheel. You did it up. Like <laughs> the money wheel. <laughs> So. you really want to light it on fire <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh thanks guys for listening make sure that you subscribe please help us out we're growing every month we're putting a lot of work a lot of time a lot of effort we're trying to grow this channel please yep. like subscribe to all our nerd enthusiasts 
uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, comment. Comment down below on the YouTube video. If you're on the audio podcast, thank you for listening. Please hit the subscribe button on there as well. And make sure you check out our Patreon where we put exclusive content out. Uh, not out for the public, and it helps the money that we get from the Patreon helps grow our channel. Check out our blog well, too. Like we got yes. some great articles out there. We got some great writers um, with some yeah. We got Riverside a lot. education, <laughs> but but we're getting better. We're, we're getting, getting better. We are it's, getting it's, better. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. So nerdthusiast.com. Yeah. So please check us out. And thanks, guys. We will see you on the next one. See you.